Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper, How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com slash monthly dash workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me and I will now let you get to this episode of The Leadership Shot. So it's been three years that we've been in this pandemic. Maybe it's over. Who knows? March 2020 to March 2023. I don't want to beat you up on what you did or didn't do during that time period. What I want to do instead in this episode of The Leadership Shot is walk you through some post-pandemic leadership lessons. Let's look at the mistakes you might still be making and some of the new best practices you may not yet have added to your toolkit. Let's dive in. I'm Lila Bullingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, it's possible to have more fun. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create Leadership Ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Wow, three years, huh? In three years, I have not learned a new language and I have not learned to cook, still have not learned to cook. In that time period, though, I have still coached clients. I have still facilitated in-person, but virtual for at least two years, leadership offsites and retreats. And I've continued to learn what leaders are doing that isn't good, that's bad, not best practices, and the things that they need to do more of. And that's what I want to share with you in this episode of The Leadership Shot. Before I go to that, I want to talk just a little bit about how things felt in March 2020, because I think it's important for you to remember where you were at the beginning of the pandemic, whether it started in January for you, February 2020, March 2020, wherever it was. Now, remember at this time period, we didn't have a lot of information. And in times of not a lot of information, people have high and raised emotions. They don't have information. Their need for clarity also gets higher. Their emotions get higher. And this is really a key time for leaders. And we could, but we're not going to. We could go into great examples of leaders who did amazing work during the pandemic and then leaders who didn't do amazing work, really made some terrible mistakes during the pandemic. I bring you back to this time period, to this feeling, because again, I really want you to think about where you were and maybe where your leadership has developed or not since that time when you really felt you were starting to be in the pandemic. So when I look back at the very first workshop that I did at awesomeleader.com, it was in March 2020, very first free workshop, and the main thing clients were telling me were these things. How do I manage or lead through this? Like, How do I keep engagement going? How do I keep the company afloat? And how do I have meaningful conversations? And the main emotion they were expressing was, I'm super stressed and I have no idea how to deal with this. I haven't been trained to deal with this. I don't know what to do and so forth. 
And we all learned how to work with Zoom. We think we did. We all learned how to work remotely. We think we did. We all learned to mask on, mask off, eat inside, eat outside, eat in the patio, travel, not travel, all of those things. What I think is really useful is to step back, and I'm sharing with you now, to think about some of the mistakes that we're still making as leaders, some of the ways in maybe we've shifted our behaviors, and some of the ways in which we've made progress. So let me start with where I think we're still making the same mistakes. I've got 10 of them. I'll go through them fast. We're just terrible at video meetings. We are just really bad at video meetings. You would think about three years in for the vast majority of the world, we would be better at this, but we're not. We're bad. We're just plain bad at video meetings. We still plan short-term versus long-term. Still see that happening. I think we still listen to our negative self-talk a lot. Oh, what did I do? Oh, that was stupid. Why did I say that? Really focus on what we're doing wrong as leaders. We struggle to give enough and detailed constructive criticism. That's the fourth one. I don't think we spend time planning out criticism and making it a priority to give. And understanding that it's necessary in order to help your team. Fifth one, I think we point fingers at people and events as the reasons why we need to do something versus looking internally, looking in the mirror and deciding. And for this, I'll bring up the example of like, well, gosh, what's Google doing? What's Facebook doing? What's SAP doing? What's this company doing? What's the bank doing? What's the government doing? We look at others and we say, we have to do that. Instead of actually assessing what's going on within our organization and deciding, hey, should we now continue to work remotely or should we all come back? Instead of looking at examples of what other companies are doing, decide for your own organization. Then moving on to five more mistakes that I see. We still make hiring mistakes. We rush to hire many organizations during the pandemic. Still making hiring mistakes. That's evergreen. I don't feel like we use our emotions in the right place or often enough. And if I were on camera, I would demonstrate more of this with you visually, with my gestures, my face. I'll try and do it now with my voice. I think that we are afraid to say, I'm disappointed. I feel sad. Wow. Whew, what are we going to do? Or we are afraid to be joyful, to be excited. We don't think about how our emotions can motivate, inspire, engage people. We're not conscious about using our emotions enough or at the right time. We compare ourselves to others. So I think individually we say, gosh, I got to do something the same way that another leader's doing it. Number nine, we don't hold each other accountable. We really struggle to do that. Leaders overall, sorry, you need to be able to say to people, you're doing that, that's incorrect, do something differently. We really don't want to do that with ourselves, with our manager, our peers, our team members. And number 10, being a little cheeky here, (laughs) we still don't use our vacation. If you've got paid vacation, I see a lot of leaders who are still holding on to paid vacation. Okay. A few things that I think have maybe shifted in terms of leadership behavior thanks to the pandemic. First thing. I think that many businesses view mental health as a valid concern and opportunity. It's not pretend. It's not something that we only do for certain people, certain regions, certain states, certain companies, certain ages. They see it as, again, a valid concern and opportunity. I think that maybe we are starting to make fewer decisions based on titles and seniority, primarily because during the pandemic, we had to. We didn't have everybody there, or we had to move fast, especially in industries, in occupations, in certain roles where we just had to figure out how are we going to treat patients? How are we going to get food to people? How are we going to deliver services? 
I think that more people are open to learning and really into micro-learning and into shifting behaviors. I think that's another thing that maybe shifted. I do think also that there's more of a spotlight on being effective as a team. Really thinking about, wow, the team needs to operate maybe without me there as a leader. What can I do to really make sure that they have opportunities to be a high-functioning team? If you haven't read the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, check it out. That is an amazing resource for an offsite for your team. You can read it, walk them through it. If you need a coach to help you through an offsite, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to other coaches. Once again, that's the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. All right, now let's talk about where I think that we are maybe making progress. A few ways in which I think that we've shifted leadership behavior thanks to the pandemic. Number one, I think we're more willing to ask for help. Not everybody, but I think in general, we are more willing to say, hey, I need help. I can't do this by myself. Second thing, I feel we're more willing to admit that we're done, that we're burnt out, that this isn't going to work. And maybe that's just admitting it to yourself, looking in the mirror and saying, hey, yeah. I'm burnt out. I can't do it anymore. I think that mindfulness and meditation are similar to caring about mental health. They are valid opportunities and they are valid and more respected ways to manage yourself. And by managing yourself, you're a better person, a friend, family member, spouse, parent, child, leader, all those things. Fourth thing, I think that we care a little less about the future. I wish it didn't have to be a tragedy that kind of makes this kind of, whoa, look, sit down and say, wow, what am I grateful for? What's really working well for me? I think the pandemic has really shifted our mindset so that our worlds became smaller because we, so many of us were stuck in an area, you know, in shutdown and lockdown, shelter in place, whatever you called it, wherever you are in the world. And we really thought more about the present and like, what am I doing right now? What do I need to do this week to get things done? And then the last thing where I think that we are making some progress is, and I think it's a good thing, it may not sound like it is, I think we're more selfish. And we are more selfish in saying that I need this as a leader. My team needs this. They want it. So those were some things that I hope you find useful in terms of like the same mistakes we're making as leaders, even though we had three years of pandemic living to maybe shift our thinking. But then again, nobody said, hey, during this time period, I want you to change as a leader. You know, maybe you had an expectation for yourself or maybe you had a coach working with you who said, hey, you know what? You got to shift your behavior. Some things that maybe shifted and then some new behaviors, some things where I really think we're making progress as leaders. As always, I hope this was useful. Let me know what questions you have. You can find me at awesomeleader.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know how to help you. All right, everyone. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free monthly webinars and free resources. Also, if you want to learn more about how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. 